Welcome to another episode of uh, the India Independent Films Podcast. Uh, this is Rahul Desai here. I have with me my uh, good friend and fellow film critic Tanul Thakur of The Wire. Uh, today uh, is going to be an interesting discussion. It's it's a, it's going to be also a rare discussion because uh, it's about a film that like both of us have absolutely polarizing views about for a change. Normally we agree on most things. Uh, it's Dibakar Banerjee's new film. Uh, I mean, new technically. It was made four years ago and it was just lying there to release. Sandeep or Piki Farrar, uh, which is playing in theatres. So before like looking on OTT platforms, just note that it may come out soon. Not, uh, But right now it's in theatres. It stars Arjun Kapoor and Pariniti Chopra. Um, and uh, I know that does not sound very promising. But uh, just before we get into the discussion... Uh, just a line or two about the film. It's about uh, uh, it's about a woman and a man who are from completely different backgrounds, two different Indias who find themselves uh, to be fugitives for various reasons, which we will get into when we discuss the film. Uh, and they run, I mean, they run away to a small town on a ne- on the Nepal India Nepal border. And um, yeah, it's about the experiences and the whys and the hows, and uh, it's it's a pretty conventional premise uh, uh, that we've the likes of which we've seen before. Um, so yeah, um, Tanul, uh, you so Tanul absolutely disliked the film. I quite liked the film. So but let's let's start with like the optimist first, Tanul. Uh, let's uh, uh, get. <laughs> Uh, get into your uh, reading of the film and why and I read the review and you were particularly displeased like I, I know that tone very well and I know you uh, reserve it you really really dislike so yeah, tell me about uh, why and how yeah I mean it's really interesting I mean the tone that you're talking about right it's uh, it's something that really bothered me after I uh, after I got done with the film right I mean uh, you don't like that feeling. I'm pretty sure you would also identify that uh, as a critic. I mean, unless you are reviewing something or unless you're watching, watch, uh, unless you watch something that's obviously sloppy, I mean, that's different uh, where you can, uh, you know, just be, I mean, uh, a great example is uh, the last Pariniti film, uh, The Girl on a Train, right? I mean, because then you know that the film has not given you anything at all and uh, and uh, your irritation is uh, is uh, is at such a basic level that you can just i mean uh, there's uh, there's not uh, much to uh, analyze the film and then uh, you can uh, afford to be a little frivolous and all of that because i mean mm-hmm. that's what it is that even your annoyance was comical so those reviews i mean i find easier to write relatively easier to write and they are sometimes fun and i mean whatever it is uh, these kinds of films where i mean you know uh, say a film like Sandeep or Pinky Farrar, uh, which I did not like, but you obviously know that it's not a brain dead film. It's a film that's trying to do something. It's a film that uh, it's uh, that uh, it's trying to understand something. Come at a different, uh, not a different, but uh, come at a point of view and all of that. And uh, there are uh, very uh, uh, neat uh, uh, subversions throughout the film and all of that. And of course, the history of the filmmaker also matters at times and everything else. But when a film like that uh, does not, uh, uh, you know, I mean, uh, when it frustrates you so much, mm. then first of all, you think that, yeah, okay, <laughs> this is not good because you know that 
you will end up sounding like a very very whiny person and it is and for a very selfish reason it is going to end up in a pretty if not a bad piece it'll probably be an indifferent piece or it'll be a pretty you know whatever because i i found that i mean uh, i enjoy writing on films the most that i have in, like liked uh, 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 fundamentally even more than say you know, quote unquote making fun uh, making fun of sort of obviously mediocre films so yeah. i remember i mean coming back to uh, uh, to my place and in the auto apart from thinking of not dying from covid i was like okay writing this review is just going to be a very annoying process and and sorry i'm going on and on but it's just something i i, I really need to put it in context because mm. i think the first thing is that the reason why that piece may not that review may not be as good uh because i mean it's written in such a crabby whiny tone mm. and the fact that you can't discard that cra- crabby whiny tone because mm. that was your lasting emotional feeling uh or, or that was your uh, lasting emotional response to the film so mm. i mean uh, uh not taking that route would be uh, would be fundamentally dishonest to your own feelings so so you have got in a, a weird sort of a trap and uh, then you are like acha theek hai i mean you just got to get on with it anyway that aside mm. uh, <clears throat> i my problems with the film uh, was that what uh, you'd asked yeah i mean like your uh, i mean yeah for just overall impressions and yeah. stuff like that mm-hmm. okay so i mean <clears throat> i thought for me the film started off on a good note and all of that and something that a lot of reviewers have also mentioned right i mean that two pronged scene at the start of the film where uh, the i mean for the uninitiated un, un, viewers it's uh, it's essentially i mean the film starts with uh, a scene where uh, in a car uh, where there are these three young men and they're talking i mean there's some sort of a sexist discussion going on and all of that uh, and then at one point uh, the their dialogues are muted and then uh, the scene continues to go on then uh, the dialogues come back again uh, they sort of you know uh, insult a cop which happens to be arjun kapoor we see pariniti chopra sitting in the passenger in the, in the back seat uh, and then uh, the music drowns again uh, uh, and and then we see these three people uh, get shot the next scene is then played from the point of view of uh, pinky uh, who is arjun kapoor and 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 then the film uh, uh, starts so i mean i uh, i was pretty intrigued that acha theek hai what's going on and all of that and everything but soon you know i started to get the feeling that that the film was not so when they uh, so then i mean pinky escapes uh, plans to escape to nepal so he ends up at uh, the the nepal border which happens to be the small town called pitorgarh and uh, that's where he and uh, pariniti chopra's character are and and they are trying to figure out uh their next step of actions anyway so i mean so for me uh what the film started to bother me quite early i would say around the 25th 30th mark onwards and all of that and uh, it had i mean the first obvious point of disinterest for me was or i mean even if i uh, like let's uh, leave the first obvious point of disinterest for me overall i thought that the film lacked a sense of cohesion you know i mean for me a good film is is something that <clears throat> so let's say i mean if you rate a good film on uh, mathematically speaking say uh, if a good film has say 100 units or 100 points 
clever sprinkling of themes and all of that all of them they keep slowly uh, keep adding up you know one after the other one after the other and it could be through i mean a lot of things it could be through songs as well be, whatever right i mean it could be through uh, film form uh, cinematography editing whatever uh, as well um i hope that this sense of cohesion i found was lacking in the film uh, beyond a point and because i really couldn't care much for both sandeep or pinky i found them pretty dull mm. i did not i had a tough time caring for them what they wanted uh, sure in a runaway or a quote unquote a chase movie genre i mean you don't have uh, like the, the 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 subject matter itself does not allow for a sense of history or uh, background or context and all of that so so you of course you don't have a very obvious point of engagement via their histories or or back stories but that was fine that was fine and the film does like a fairly clever job of you know <clears throat> dropping uh, these flashbacks mm. uh, both for pinky and sandeep more so for sandeep uh, so that said though i still you know i mean so so that was one i thought these characters were not oh, very interesting or very specific uh in themselves that was one second mm. uh the acting did not elevate uh even their blandly written characters that was second pariniti wasn't bad she was better than arjun kapoor but uh, arjun kapoor i couldn't really come to care for uh, as much mm. uh the third point which was the main point was was that at the level of at a scene by scene level after a point i started to find the film very tedious i mean it was not giving me enough <clears throat> at the level of narrative or at the level of theme to mm-hmm. keep me hooked i mean i thought for the large part it was a very bland and an insipid film and the, the problems is something i noted uh, noted in the uh, review as well briefly was that i mean a slow film for me is not a problem i mean we have seen art house films from all kinds i mean or even commercial films they can be slow they can take their time whatever that's not a problem but that slowness for me did not seem earned it mm. was not i was not getting a good enough reason that why this is tedious that why this is so uh, devoid of any life you know and why is this not quote unquote interesting which can be a very vague word and a vague feeling but uh, and added to that this lack of cohesion as i said that that mm. you could see that there were things that are there in the film but at best i could found i i found them to be very discrete uh moments of not all moments of course there are there are mm. several things that that are good in the film and all of that but a lot of things that i thought were just discrete because they were not adding to the overall uh thesis or the overall uh substance of the film so i'll mm. give you an example you write about uh this one scene right in your review about that ipad a, a, a kid yeah. playing with the ipad and all of that right and i completely appreciated the point you noted and all of that and i 
and i understand uh, where uh, why you would uh, why such a scene would appeal to you and all of that and while i was watching the film i remember uh, i mean i remember noting that scene in my head because it's a, it's it, it's a scene that is uh, uh, it, it, it's a different sort of a scene because just the point of initi- uh, initiation uh, in that scene is different mm-hmm. it's usually not uh, how such conversations are cut off from uh, mm-hmm. typically but for mm-hmm. me <clears throat> it did not add up to you know my uh, slate of if not nothingness the slate of these very few things that the film had left me with so yeah. i think that was uh, so these things i would say uh, really sort of i mean uh, scene after scene after scene i i just found myself getting really bored by the film even when i could see that what they are trying to do but it was just not mm. i mean i like even that say anu malik song anu malik song right, right farar i mm. did not get whether this is a tangin cheek thing whether this is a i mean uh, is 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 this uh, some sort of a commentary is this or or i mean this, this is just a part of the plot i mean you know it's just i yeah i i mean to cut a really long story short i just thought that the sense of uniformity which really appeals uh, to me in most good films mm. i thought that was really lacking and the fact that i mean i, I feel that a, like no matter what kind of a uh, film you are trying to make you have got to engage me uh, scene after scene even if your film has 15 minute uh, single take of like you know uh, a stagnant object and all of that you know uh, if i understand that acha this is leading up to something so and uh, and there were two things right i mean uh, so uh, most films uh, they operate on two level levels one is the immediate level of engagement wherein you are like what next right uh, what will happen now and 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 what about i mean uh, and the, the the second is the ultimate level of engagement that what is the bigger question what is the bigger picture and all of that in in this film the bigger picture or the bigger question or the bigger picture because question is whether uh, <clears throat> sanipur pinky will will they get caught or not i mean uh, to be to be very uh, 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 simplistic about it and mm-hmm. i mean the immediate level of engagement is okay now what will they do next or what will happen and all of that so the i mean the immediate level of engagement was really low and it kept reducing scene after scene because i did not think that the characters were uh, fascinating enough to compel me to know more about them their lives their predicaments or anything else for that matter mm-hmm. or or just the writing of the filmmaking itself which would i mean keep telling me that okay hang on there is uh, the, this may come or this is uh, this is something interesting also that's happening you I know mean, obviously it of course happens in a few scenes and all of that but it was a very discontinuous uh, 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 strand and for the uh, ultimate question like whether uh, they'll get caught and all of that or 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 just what is the what is the bigger thematic uh, thing that also i mean <clears throat> i thought that that strand also kept thinning a uh, uh, scene after scene so i just i just thought that the film gave me very little to sort of hold on to and uh, i after a point i mean uh, it's weird to say but i started getting annoyed by the film when the mm. film got over i was quite pissed off <laughs> i was i was very very annoyed i mean and that sense of crabbiness i'm sure it reflects in the review as well but uh, but yeah that was that for me again i've read your review but obviously i mean i think i'll be very very uh, i mean i am very interested in sort of 
knowing what worked for you and all of that because of course i mean here i am uh, in the minority and this time i actually went uh, and read a lot of reviews of people uh, who liked the film and you know the first <clears throat> i would like the first uh, instant reaction was the mm. sense of you know envy that mm. uh, or jealousy that mm. oh shit these guys mm. like something that i did not right and and you always you know that feeling that uh, uh, that something got something uh, uh, was able to get uh, something out of a film Uh, and mm. you know that feeling and and that's a very good feeling something that uh, that did not happen with me so i mean i <clears throat> in this case because uh, a lot of folks uh, like the film and they like for legit reasons i um, i I, mm. i can say uh, uh, so so yeah i mean uh, you are one of the people so yeah. go on yeah i think i think we uh, i mean uh, yeah first of all like the thing is I, i i think we are one of those people most of the time right like we envy a lot of people i i mean it's envy is one word and a lot of other words can be used too but like yeah. we've been in a position we've, we've been in a position where you know we've been in the minority more than like once so you know i i yeah, totally okay. get where you're coming from when when you say that you know uh, oh wait shit uh, these guys like the film and uh, damn it i i wish you know i i didn't see what they saw in the film so i mean that yeah. and it's nice to be for once it's nice to be on the other side i i'm going to admit uh yeah. but uh, yeah so coming coming to the film itself uh, first of all your reaction after the film was very interesting because so let me start by saying that i am not uh, like everyone else i do not revere debakar banerji i am like this mm. this entire annoying varsova culture or whatever culture you want to call it <laughs> cinephile culture yeah. of absolutely revering filmmakers like anurag kashyap and debakar banerji is doing a disservice to the filmmakers first the art yes, form yeah. second and to the entire fan culture third or to, to the medium of cinema in general it is patronizing it is condescending so so when people respond to reviews or respond to like uh, you, you know like a film saying oh debakar is back and you know oh shit yeah of course it was going to be a good film because it's a debakar film that's all rubbish yeah. you know you you only first of all debakar hasn't made a good film for a very very long time i am one of the people who believes he hasn't made a good film for the last 11 years i did not like shanghai i did not like uh, 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 detective vyomkesh bakshi both of them didn't work for me for the exact reasons that you mentioned this film didn't work for you like i found mm-hmm. uh, such a lack of cohesiveness and i was Uh, very impressed by the filmmaking but there's only so far the filmmaking can take you yeah. most of the time and i was not a believer for 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 the, both of those films as uh, critically acclaimed as they were and they were very interesting reactions and divisive reactions and w- exactly what you mentioned here i wish i could say that you know 6 or 7 years ago because i did not know why exactly i disliked a film like shanghai which was you know layered sort of a uh, commentary on uh, india but yeah. at the same time i just was i found it tedious i did not find it entertaining or whatever engaging <laughs> now entertaining is a bad word here you know forget yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you yeah, know like yeah. same same with detective vyomkesh bakshi also like there was a lot of style there was a lot of but the, the substance was so less there was there was such yeah. a uh, sort of it's like it was like debakar himself was sort of making a film for himself about something he's grown up on and which is fine you know to be self indulgent but i wasn't a big fan of that sort of world view while making like a sort of a, a, a while introducing a film to the rest of the country or introducing a character to the rest of the country so uh, so those uh, those you know i 
I haven't really uh, been on the Dibakar bandwagon since Love, Sex or Dhoka, which has been a long time. Like his first three films alone, a filmmaker can retire after those three films. So those were really, really yeah. uh, good films in, in, in many interesting ways. Like all kinds of audiences, all kinds of people find something or the other to take back from his first three films. So uh, for me, it was not like I was looking forward can to I, a Dibakar film. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah. Can I just interrupt you for a second to just make one point and then you uh, continue? So it's very interesting that you said, uh, <clears throat> I mean, analyzing his uh, last few films. It's something I wanted to put on Twitter, but then uh, I thought that I would just get into one of those uh, troll fights and all of that. And uh, I let it be uh, because uh, anyway, as you say that these people, uh, these filmmakers have such a demigod uh, status am- among their uh, Fans, which actually include a lot of people from so-called, I mean, the industry, right? I mean, uh, anyway, uh, <clears throat> last year I had put uh, something about Anurag Kashyap filmography, and well, I mean, uh, this gentleman who must not be named, uh, sort of, I mean, just uh, uh, put out, I mean, just a weird personal attack after which uh, the said gentleman was blocked on Twitter. I, I just didn't want to get into that fight, but I wanted to write this on Twitter. Uh, that you know, <clears throat> or perhaps in my review, I but I sort of let it go. I thought maybe it's a bit too harsh and all of that. I honestly, I feel, uh, especially because uh, I did not like Sandeep or Pinky Ferrer. I think for me, it's a worse film, uh, the Bakar Banerjee has made by far. Mm-hmm. I think that his films for me have gotten progressively worse after Oi Lucky Lucky Oi. Okay, Oi Lucky Lucky Oi and both Khosla, of course, I think they are excellent films. Oi Lucky Lucky Oi is a great film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love Sucks and Hookup, the first two segments are absolutely excellent. The mm-hmm. last segment, I did not quite like. Now, um, uh, then the curve sort of uh, slopes downwards uh, in Shanghai. Then for me, it's uh, sloped. Uh, it it, it uh, that, that curve sort of hit a sharp dip when it comes to Detective Byungkesh Bakshi. And again, as you mentioned, lots of things to admire. Uh, very impressive stylistic flourishes and all of that. But boss... Not everything can be that, no. And especially for a film whose last 15 minutes are ludicrously bad. Like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Byungkesh. Yeah. It, yeah. uh, it is an abject disappointment in, in, in that regard. I remember being uh, slightly, I mean, lenient in my review, I suppose. I mean, that's fine. Uh, I gave three stars out of five when I was giving stars. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, and, but then I thought that Sandeep or Pinky was even worse I mean, I, I, uh, for me, it was just so. Yeah, man, I found it really interesting that for a filmmaker as impressive as uh, the Bakar Banerjee in this, and I use the word impressive in the sense that somebody who's trying to tackle uh, a few things uh, in uh, in in film after film, uh, which should not be a big deal, but it is a big deal because the level of mainstream Bollywood is so compromised. But anyway, that's a separate thing. Uh, so I found that really interesting uh, for me. And will I be looking forward to next uh, to a next Dibakar Banerjee film? Not really. In the mm. same way, I've stopped really looking forward to Anurag Kashyap films now. I mean, you know, if 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 they are good, that's great because that's what you hope and want as a critic and as an audience member. But there are actually like a lot of filmmakers, and we've spoken about it. I think uh, in our December, late December podcast, that you know, I think after AK versus AK, in context of AK versus AK, there are a lot of. The impressive filmmakers, the filmmakers who were once sort of trailblazing voices, who mm. uh, sounded so promising, they have sort of like started to lose their ways, and we have uh, we have watched them as I mean school kids, college kids, and all of that before starting to do this professionally. It sort of I mean just starts to set a bit of jadedness in you. Mm. That's it. 
go on go on continue yeah Uh, yeah you are right about that like i mean in cases of these filmmakers their reputation sort of consumes them after a while so it's like sort of uh, people want to see the intent more than what is actually on screen most of the time and i am going to admit like with dibaka the intent is really uh, is always there like in the sense he's he's a very interesting uh, thinker you know he's a very intelligent sort of mm. i never met him i don't uh, intend to but you know he's a he sounds yeah. like a very intelligent interesting man like he he knows what's I'm, going on he's obviously very politically aware compared to most uh, artists in this country yeah. uh, he, he is very eloquent in his interviews and uh, the, and you know from and even in those two short film or three short film segments he's done you know in uh, his yeah. was uh, you know his more the, more often than not his short films stood out you know like even yeah, in the yeah. whether it's the last story segment or the ghost story segment or you know even the bombay talk is one like the, the it's, bombay it's talk is like, out of the park yeah. yeah yeah totally and and you know that <coughs> says that it is there you know he, he is very versatile <laughs> not afraid to try things which is a great thing i i find the same thing uh, you know i find the, like not on such a, uh, a deep level but i find uh, motwane to be a more or less you know a guy who sort of tries a lot of things whether they land or not yeah. is a different matter but you know i like filmmakers who try to like who get out of their comfort zone and who don't have a comfort zone as such you can't really say what a dibakar film is you know or what a motwane film is there is no such thing uh so so the thing is with sandeep or pinky farar like as uh, you know as i mentioned in my review uh, the the very things that you described that you even found notable in the film like you know uh, uh, the couple of flourishes that first shot was of course amazing and after that obviously it's difficult to sort of uh, measure the film up to that and you know the, the the only way is down after that but for me the first shot sort of set a tone and i i believe like i think my liking of the film stems a lot from the fact that uh you know honestly mentally when you're watching a film you immediately uh, say you spot a genre okay like you call this like yeah. a runaway film or a, 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 a or a film or a, yeah or a road movie or whatever it is you know yeah. so in yeah. your head you're already measuring it against a road movie not just cinema or not yeah. just a general film so uh so the thing is when you think of a road movie like that's that's i'm trying to like sort of live uh, uh, examine my reaction because th- this is what i was thinking during the film saying this is okay this is a very uh, general premise far from impressive we've seen it 100 times and uh, the the thing is the fact that it doesn't sort of conform to all those Uh, I mean, I get that it wasn't engaging in most parts, and you were right about that. And for me, it's the precise reason why the film worked for some reason. Because I was <laughs> jaded when it came to this particular genre. Like I, I didn't mm. want it to be predictable. I didn't want it to be thrilling or urgent. I, I wanted something else. Like I, like while watching it, I was like, okay, this is. I'm not feeling what I generally feel during a movie like this, which made a good thing. So the thing mm. is that that's how. like you are already relatively looking at a film from a very different gaze like uh, when you're watching uh, yeah. it so for me even if i'm getting bored midway which there were segments when they were uh, you know in that small town on the indonesian border and there were segments that were absolutely unnecessary and it was just there but the thing is that's when i realized that okay this maybe like a subversion is nice uh, i may not be like enjoying it but am i really supposed to enjoy it like i can i can i not just see it as as just another film that isn't sort of 
about two people running away or it's just it's not about a cop sort of chasing them so i found that interesting that i was sort of reacting on a very subliminal level to like uh, to a medium that i thought i was already aware of and so that's i guess that's why we like or dislike most films right we measure it against certain templates in a head also we measure it against yeah. certain standards in a head and uh, for for me the the entire foreground background interplay was very nice but of course most of the time that's not enough to like the whole movie and as you said there was a lack of cohesiveness but i i, I mean for lack of a better explanation that lack of cohesion cohesiveness sort of really worked for me because i in you know in in very bare words i did, i did not know what to expect and i did not see what was coming like i didn't want it to be about like a cop sort of just chasing them and one getting away and and i like the little you know the you, the little metaphors that and the entire gender reversal thing those little things that you mentioned that weren't enough for you somehow sort of uh, became enough for me and that was for me that the film basically i i didn't expect it to sort of tell me Uh, uh some uh, tell me like a, a, a chattering story as such because i had given up hope after the very first 15 minutes that this is going to be a, a, a very you know premise heavy film or a layered film or layered political commentary that you would like, come to expect from dibakar especially after his ghost stories you know short film which he yeah. sort of fooled entire fooled an entire sort of right wing uh, you know uh, <laughs> india with such nuanced storytelling so the thing is when you come to expect these things obviously i i, I tend to be disappointed but i found it fairly refreshing that you know uh, it was a film of moments it was sometimes the moments sort of didn't work together in a sequence but the moments somehow i remember them uh, uh, you know just as the scenes you mentioned or i wrote about in my review uh even about that scene where you know the initiation happens somewhere and that tone of the film i really liked like i like the thought behind these things and i'm a sucker for filmmakers who try to subvert a template that already exists or uh, and without really making a big deal out of it like not throwing it on a facing look at us we are genius look at what we are doing like the in the bug in this film's case it sort of worked for me uh, whole because you know i'm not a big fan of both the actors but uh, and you know given their track record in the last 5 or 6 years i don't think anyone so uh, for, for just um, it's not like i think this is arjun kapoor's best performance or it's even a great performance it's just arjun kapoor sort of being used in a way that does not damage the film in the maximum manner like i think in finding funny was used very well i think he was used very well yeah. in uh in ishakza they to an extent he was used decently uh, which were, had both like of them again and and in like orange yeah and yeah. in orange also he was used Absolutely. pretty well the thing is it's about using these actors because we know they are limited we don't need to mock them 100 times we know it yeah arjun kapoor jokes are a thing i think even he is in on it so it's not like, uh, like you can still use like if there's anything scam 92 taught us there is something within everyone and they can be used smartly within a film so i i didn't mind arjun kapoor so much in this film there were obviously moments where i hope to god he expressed more than he did but he could not but uh, i feel like he was really sincerely trying which i can which is more than what i can say for most actors in his position in this film because obviously there was that entire gender reversal template throughout the film and 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 which you know which isn't in your face it's something you discover through the film obviously the title is yeah. very obvious but not it's everyone not wants like to see that ka, which is again well stars you know who yeah <laughs> exactly so it, it's not like, and so i like those sort of things that you know aren't in your face and 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 they 
they trust the audience to sort of take something whatever they want back from the film so uh, like pariniti you know obviously we've had many very impassioned discussions about this uh, <laughs> it's been a while like since i of course you never liked uh, her as an actor but uh, it's been a while uh, since i i quite enjoyed her in ishad uh, zade bade aaj few i mean yeah like very very Even seven years since she's given like a worthwhile performance, and it's no coincidence that this film was shot itself like in two thousand and sixteen or seventeen, right? Like so, it's been like Achha, this film was. I didn't know that. Yeah, it, it, it was shot I long time ago, but I did not uh, read up on like its making or something. Achha, that, uh... Yeah, no, no, it, it was there, and Yasha just did not release it for reasons I don't know. But uh, it, it was shot. It was read. for namaste england which was in 2017 which is a long time ago so the thing is uh, like short yeah short the, and it whatever yeah the film was at least it was short that much i know and that that is we've read that in interviews repeatedly that you know we were they were just waiting for a window which i don't really believe there must be other reasons but whatever the reason you know so you have to look at uh, i mean yeah like it will not earn a lot of money just because i mean you know and that will not be a reflection on how the film is looking not a, not a lot of people are going to theaters i mean my theater had like some four people including me yeah, anyway i mean so it's like four or five people so it's not like they released it at a great time either i think they just wanted to yeah. uh, uh, get it out yeah, there and pretty sure it going to surface on an ott platform soon hopefully so you know yeah. so given that it was shot then obviously you have to un- like I-, i sort of try to understand that obviously pariniti also herself was in a different sort of phase of her career because her phases of her career are very obvious now we know exactly yeah. where she is and that the fact that she is almost for- forgotten how to act in a way or she's become this, this heroine is around the uh, like if you are mentioning the year of uh, uh, mm-hmm. when it was shot then this must be around the part uh, around the time when she acted in another film another yashtha film i think which i don't think was quite bad i thought it was a decent film i thought pariniti was de- decent in it as well meri pyari bindu yeah. so the 2017 exactly. so so those were, those were the times <laughs> i'm guessing she was still experimenting or at least you know like there was a sense of ambition about the role she wanted to try mm. and that's not yeah. say like sanya is not an ambitious role or anything but we know that pariniti is like in a certain phase where she cannot shed the heroine offer and she is just not a good actor right now so the fact that she yeah. like i mean in this film i felt like obviously a lot of it was down to the direction uh to like i felt like debakar handled her pretty well because you're not used to seeing sort of uh, 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 like a constrained performance uh, as this and there were particular scenes that really stood out in this film that you could sense that you know despite her limitation she is really uh, sort of putting herself out there and that m- some more often than not because i don't think this was an actor's film for me it was you know the film itself had a language the fact that uh, Uh, you know they were on the run and the fact that uh, the, the places sort of stood out for me more than uh, the premise of the film was enough for me and you know that's what i took back that's by no means saying it is a flawless film there were problems with its pacing as you very well pointed out and there were problems with its engagement but uh, yeah so the, all these things sort of add up in your head because the on another day maybe a couple of years ago these same reasons would not have been enough for me to like the entire film yeah. say a dipakar film in 2013 when he was still worshipped like shanghai like there were moments yeah. of that film we still remember but that film did not make sense to me it just was uh, it, it just uh, it did not hold as a film as a story uh, as a storytelling exercise for me and i guess that's the same for you uh, with this film right now 
and you know it's it's fascinating i mean and while you were talking i mean uh, literally uh, a point came to me anyway mm. before i come to that mm. it's uh, <clears throat> it's very fascinating how a film speaks to us right i mean and it also i think tells a lot about a lot, and a lot of this is obvious but i think i mean to us given that we practice this as a profession and all of that but i suppose it may not be so obvious to somebody you know who's an, just an audience member and who i mean or may have some interest in reading uh, reviews and all of that uh, is that your expectations are just uh, are such a critical part of your film watching experience Yeah. that um, that it's 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 fascinating and uh, as you as you mentioned that you know the things that did not work for me were exactly the things yeah. that worked yeah. for you right yeah. and and then it sort of like really tells you that i mean sure we can talk about uh, the fact that uh, there are uh, some films or many films perhaps across cultures that can be called say objectively bad given that okay they are just like really sloppy at whatever level i mean if at all objective is again in quotes but uh, it's uh, it bo- really boils down to the fact that what you are bringing uh, uh, to the theater with you on that particular morning or evening or whatever and uh, <clears throat> it's uh, yeah i mean and the fact that the those expectations may not even be conscious i mean yeah. most times i would like to argue that they are not conscious i mean uh given the fact that we try to uh deflect or we try to squash them as much as possible say by not watching trailers by not mm. reading any promotional materials or by not reading including filmmakers actors or 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 anyone else associated with the film uh, the interviews of anybody uh, uh associated with the film or uh, so so then you are just trying to as much as it's humanly possible to sort of watch and engage the film on its own terms whatever uh, those may be and uh, but then it's also point uh, it's also a fact that i mean you are at the end of the day a person right like i mean and you have uh, you have your own set of subconscious biases and all of that and even after uh, hazar uh, uh, lunges of you know trying to be objective it's uh, it's not possible and uh, coming back to your uh, uh, the run, uh, the runaway genre i think that's a, that's a very fair point and uh, uh, something that uh, that struck me as well so you know i uh, did not go, go into the film with the whole thing of watching a really racy film or things like that but then again as i said that after a point uh, when it was uh, uh, when i thought that it kept getting uh, drab and drab uh, and it really did not uh, give anything to me it started subtracting from my overall uh, bank mm. of emotions uh, with the film but those are the same things that functioned as additive additives for you right and uh, and that's something that's really fascinating and and it's it's really hard to argue against either of those logics right i mean <clears throat> you want to watch a film and you like the fact that it uh, it uh, ran opposite to your expectations and even mm. if there were times when you did not think that it was perhaps going the way uh, it should have you would have liked to or whatever you still uh, i mean gave the film that leeway and sort of you know just dipped your toes in it and just sat with it yeah. and, uh, and 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 you really enjoyed it i mean that is uh, uh, that is something that can easily happen to me uh, mm. or anybody else for that matter uh, audience critic whoever with any other film right and uh, 
and then it really goes on to sh- uh, show that uh, what is the uh, uh, meaning itself of say film criticism film reviewing or just even <coughs> saying that i like this film or i did not like this one what is the meaning of that uh, emotional connect itself and uh, i think sandeep or pinky farar is a fascinating uh, uh, example of that because it again happens to be a film which is as i said you know uh, trying to be something or trying to uh, uh, trying to uh, tussle with uh, a mm. few things it's it, it's it's not a vacuous exercise uh, so mm. to speak so yeah i mean it's uh, it's uh, it's really fascinating that way i know i'll be very honest okay when i left the film i thought that everybody will pan it you know <laughs> i i was i was very confident because i was baffled by the film okay in fact i kind of toned down my uh, review a little because i was a little i was a bit rude uh, in my initial draft and everything and that's a problem that i sometimes tend to have sometimes i really go overboard and sometimes i just like i don't know become this really whiny idealist kind of a whatever yeah. sometimes i have read some of my previous pieces and i'm like yaar itna matlab kya ho raha hai theek hai just take it whatever so as i told you about uh, the bakers films getting progressively worse after uh, uh, what do you call it oh lucky and all of that i had written all of that in my uh, mm. initial draft uh, it was uh, in my final paragraph and everything else uh, then i thought that uh, you know maybe it's a bit too much maybe it's okay it's just uh, yeah i mean i i became defensive i'll be very honest and i thought that yaar ki baki log matlab that the baker is a decent filmmaker overall chalo theek hai for me he's made Uh, I didn't like this. I didn't like at all. But he get two out of bad five films. Where I mean, uh, Shanghai, I thought was middling, and oh, uh, this guy LSD. Me, I thought that one chapter didn't work, but the two were excellent. So well, uh, middling or good, ke bahut hi pass. I mean, we'll yeah. probably call it good. Uh, whatever. So I thought that maybe this is a bit harsh. Maybe this is slightly unwarranted. Uh, stuff like that. So, <laughs> so but uh, but yeah, I was very surprised. and especially because you liked it and all of that because it's a it's not about whether we agree on most films or not or things like for example let's say you really like daliboy i did not like daliboy and then then yeah. we can point out a few examples in the last several uh, years which is uh, and those numbers may have slightly increased because i moved to delhi now so we are not watching <laughs> films together <laughs> but you know i i think it's great i really appreciate it because then uh, you really understand uh, or or or, or uh, you really get to see a point of view that you fundamentally respect and uh, uh, it's a point of view that uh, you are mostly aligned with uh, almost fridays and things like that but here yeah. comes a film which is not a sloppy film it's not a ruhi it's not a girl yeah. on a train right and 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 then and then you of course you you read the review and and stuff like that and i like the fact that uh, you had uh, your review is essentially a vignette of scenes as opposed to you know yeah. uh, see like a again a cohesive review that is not a pejorative <laughs> with respect to your review but i mean my third on reviewing also <laughs> <laughs> but it's also i mean you know uh, it is also mimicking your emotional response as uh, as you uh, mentioned earlier that uh, there were things that really popped uh, up for you so yeah i mean it's um, it's it's it was that for me very that that's actually a good point because like subconsciously obviously as reviewers uh, 
it's not obviously when it's easier to make your point in sort of like a in in a sharp sense in a sharp tone where whether when you like and dislike a film more often than not you tend to be like really uh uh you know um, cohesive in your response and i feel like cohesiveness in general like in writing is sort of overrated like that's another thing yeah. but because it ne- it needs to sort of really as you said reflect your emotional response to it because if you're trying to actually control that response and put it in in a sort of a readable form for a reader and all yeah. then you're being fundamentally dishonest in a way to the film also so i, I mean i guess yeah that's that's it's nice that you pointed that out because even like when i was right now before doing the podcast when i was reading both our reviews again and i was sort of uh, just obviously like i was going through some of my uh, points and i was like okay the, the, you know I, i feel like i was discovering the film after watching it or like even mm-hmm. while watching the fact is i found a lot of joy in discovering the film like in the fact that i maybe uh, picked up on something that really sustained me and really sort of invigorated me that maybe others uh you know didn't want you know others really don't like it wasn't enough for others but it just was enough for me uh, uh, that you know i could like sort of read a film as opposed to watching it and and uh, as opposed to and that is for me also sometimes forms part of the experience like for example before the podcast also i think we we mentioned gulabo sitabo also right like you yeah, <laughs> technically yeah. calling gulabo sitabo syndrome but which is a very good uh which is a good reference because again that's a film i like sort of uh and yeah. you know work for you as much uh, but i don't think the chasm was as much as now but the thing is it's a yeah. very good reference because that's exactly what gulabo sitabo uh how it worked for someone like me like that whole narrative sleight of hand trick i get a little more fascinated by that say than say someone like you or someone uh, or any other reviewer for that matter like it, it sort of maybe uh, you my eyes pop then and i was like okay if something occurs to me towards the end of the film or after watching the film that i did not like uh, notice that i did not notice while watching the film i get particularly like excited by that and i, I felt like gulabo sitabo worked on that level for me because it was a entire another film that we were watching and the fact that it wasn't very entertaining engaging or whatever it is uh, and it wasn't like i wouldn't go back to watch it like a second time to pick up on it because once you've really uh, uh, discovered the film you really don't feel like discovering it again because some films are all about discovering it and once you've discovered it you really can't do it again and again you won't get that feeling again so i feel like uh, i felt like gulabo worked on that level for me as did you know something like raat akeliye which i think worked for most of us uh, even though it was mm. on a sort of a more uh, subtle and more filmmaking level because that also was a genre film but again it was telling a story that was not in front of our eyes most of the time i won't say that sandeep or pinky is on the same level as those uh, as ratha ke liye uh, but uh, in a very basic sense even though the specifics are not as uh, it's not as obvious as watching one film and another film unfurling behind our eyes uh i think sandeep or pinky had the same sort of primal visceral effect on me that those films did because uh, as you said also that you know i i sort of uh, expectations form such a uh, such a subliminal part of our experience and those who say that leave your expectations at the door and we have to watch a film unbiased and no reviewers have to watch a film without expectation that's a very black or white way to put it they'll teach you they'll say that in film criticism courses or film writing courses or whatever it is it's good 
it looks good on paper but it's just not possible as you said we are all humans we have inherent biases and that is what sometimes you get paid for to put forward like to to put it in coherent form in writing form and tell the world that this is who we are this is what the film is and this is why we like the film and this is why we responded to the film this way it's not about the film being good or bad or being you know what it's trying to say or something it's a relationship between a watcher and a film that is a review that forms a review most of the time for me it is not about us trying to tell people how smart or how intelligent how terrible the film is and uh, and th- those biases i value very much and i will never let go of them when when i enter a cinema hall no exactly yaar and i mean what does it even mean to you know uh, leave your biases at the doorstep before you enter that's a bit like saying that leave your soul before you enter the film or be- you leave your body before you enter the film those things are objectively not possible it yeah. is uh, how can you not be yourself while you're watching a film and and that's where i think somebody's body of work also comes into play because uh, that is the same person the same biases the same conditioning that is going uh, <clears throat> into every film uh, which is not to say again that uh, that one should not be uh, that one should not watch a film with a clean slate of course it is stupid to uh, go watch a film and be uh, consciously biased that oh all right this is uh, a film from a dharma production or this is a film from whatever xyz uh, filmmaker actor writer whatever and i definitely don't like that person it's going to be a shit film so of course i mean i know man uh, no self respecting critic uh, would do that uh, i suppose so but i mean uh, you are not just your conditioning but your uh, or your history but you are also i mean uh, who are you on that day on that hour i mean i'll give you an example like let's say if i have to watch a film in the evening mm. and uh, in the morning i mean hypothetically let's say my father dies right mm. <laughs> i have to go fucking watch a comedy film in the evening yeah, it, yeah. i am not so sure if the film would work for me of course this is an extreme example but if we are living in the times of pandemic and all of that where we are a swirl of so like so many uh, emotions feelings challenges and all of that i am not saying that i uh, was saddled with a particularly earth shaking problems which is why i did not like sandeep or pinky it was a fairly ordinary uh, mm. friday morning for me uh, but then i don't know i'm not monitoring myself all the time and 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 for all the films and everything so it is i mean those things are are pretty pointless and uh, you just can't i mean and but as a reader you uh, hope that when a critic is writing about their experiences and things like that they are uh, giving cogent reasons they are backing it up with a certain degree because of a piece of film criticism is also a piece of analysis so they, you you can't just can't be that oh fuck this is a fuck all film is a boring film so acha i did not like it i mean you have to really say why it is boring or you have to say i mean you have, you have to basically put the wise and uh, and everything but coming back to the whole gulabo sitabo thing is very interesting you mentioned and i think i was telling you before uh, the start of the podcast is you know it's, it's i don't know i need to find a way to uh, and this is just being very self indulgent here but now i mean, i don't get to discuss these things with anybody so people will get bored for the next 5 minutes but uh, i will bore them anyway so gulabo sitabo i did not like raat akeli hai i did not like uh, hmm. this guy sandeep or pinky i did not like ludo i did not like now all these four films i mean uh, raat akeli hai was hanitran's debut but still i mean it it, uh, it it is a film that is made i mean there is there's a lot of 
I mean, uh, it's an artistically accomplished film and stuff like that. The point that I'm trying to make is Ludo is an Arag Basu, Sandeep is Devakar, and uh, uh, Gulaba Sitabo is Juhi and uh, Shujit Sarkar. So, <clears throat> and the films, so I mean, uh, these uh, are made by uh, certain quote-unquote pedigreed filmmakers, right? That, uh, that, uh, that their history or their filmography has shown that they're capable of making a certain kind of film. And even the films that they've made, they are not obviously trashy. They are not obviously, as I said, brain dead or anything. They are not, I mean, even lazy, uh, uh, at least in some parts or most parts. Uh, but what has really struggled is, and this is something I need to get better at as a critic, is how do I translate my annoyance uh, so that it ends up being a decent piece. And these four films have really bothered me, uh, right from Gulabo to Sandeep. Because I have not liked... So, Sandeep review, I have written, so I can perhaps not be able to say it with a lot of objectivity mm. and all of that. But did I like my Gulabo Sattabal's review? No, I did not. Ratha ke liye, I was telling you in the December podcast, I did not. It's, it's mm. not that I was... a uh, Ludo's review, I did not. It's not that I was not trying to write a good piece. It's not that I was being, say, lazy or being like, Achha, hai, uh, being so indifferent. No, I mean, I gave as much as I did uh, to those reviews uh, as I do to any other review for that matter, trying to just write it and analyze it to the best of my ability or whatever they may be. Uh, even Sandeep or Pinky, even while writing the review, you know, I just could not get over that feeling of annoyance. And it is this kind of a very specific kind of a film, which... Mm. As I said, and it's, it's a, there's some very interesting commonality. I mean, Ludo, you also did not like for the most part. But anyway, uh, but at least say Gulabo or, or uh, uh, Sandeep or even Ratha Kili. These three films for sure, they have a very distinct commonality of, you know, uh, you could even call it narrative sleight of hand. You could call it uh, tonal subversion. You can even call it perhaps intentional uh, listlessness or whatever it is. I mean, there are certain yeah. kinds of films. Uh, these are certain kinds of films, even uh, beyond their genres, which are, which are quite starkly different uh, in these three cases. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I have, I have realized that and it was really bothering me while I was writing the, the review of Sandeep and I even edited it a bit, which I hardly do. I mean, uh, once I'm done, I just make some very ornamental grammatical changes and then I uh, turn it in. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so I I uh, I have realized that because these films uh, have happened in the span of last 11 months, yeah. uh, as in how to deal with that kind of dry annoyance that runs throughout the film and how do you translate how... how how uh, are you honest to that feeling? Because for me, that is really important. And, you know, you said something about that, uh, uh, that you did not feel like watching Gulaba Sitabo again, right? Yeah. That, uh, uh, because you thought that, okay, I mean, uh, the the quota of discovery, so to speak, is done for yeah. me. And, and you know, the, the, the film is there with me. And that's exactly the kind of thing that mm. bothers me. Yeah. You know, to be very honest, would I have missed uh, a few things in say Gulabo or in Sandeep or in whatever, quite likely. I mean, and uh, and that is not just me, I would say. I mean, a film, a good film has a, has so many things going on. And when you watch a film uh, for the first time, there is there are things that uh, any good critic is liable to miss. And and that is uh, not even a yardstick of a, uh, of a good critic for me, uh, at least. I mean, not to say that uh, uh, there are uh, that 
it's okay to sort of misinterpret a film or anything i mean uh, if you're not getting the film on a basic level of course that's a problem but yeah. uh, i mean it's not necessary for a critic or an audience member or whatever to get, to get all the references and all of that because you're also absorbing the film in totality and all of that that's not a problem the problem is <laughs> and uh, this is where it's selfish is to how to keep that uh, raw feeling of this tedium and annoyance and abject boredom and mm. uh, to translate into a piece that is also that is riveting interesting making all those points uh, but uh, uh, a piece of review that is beyond the fact that yaar ye picture ne mujhe bahut sadaya pata hai so uh, <laughs> again this is all besides the point but i it, it no. was something that was weighing on my chest over the last several days because i uh, i remembered gulabo and all my frustrations with it and yeah. i would like to admit my limitations as a critic and as a writer as well because i know that uh, i often go and read uh, my uh, previous pieces not often but kabhi kabhi and uh, i remember that uh, and i'll be honest to admit that gulabo or uh, रात अकेली और इवन संदीप और पिंकी इट्स जस्ट नॉट इट्स नॉट देयर एंड इट्स इट्स इंटरेस्टिंग बिकॉज दीज थ्री फोर फिल्म्स हैव रिलीज्ड इन लेस देन अ ईयर सो या आई डोंट नो आई डोंट हैव एन आंसर नो इट्स एक्सेलेंट दैट यू यू गॉट दिस अप एंड आई एम ग्लैड यू डिड बिकॉज़ माय नेक्स्ट लाइक ऑफ कोर्स वी हैड डन डिस्कसिंग संदीप और पिंकी बट माय नेक्स्ट क्वेश्चन वाज गोइंग टू बी डायरेक्टली रिलेटेड टू दिस आई वाज गोइंग टू आस्क यू whether you feel or whether any reviewer for that matter uh is there a way to sort of uh like translate your dislike utter dislike for a film into an interesting read or into a review you would be happy with because even for me i'm going to admit that there when when films totally do not work for me say from the 20th minute or 30th minute onward when i you know when i absolutely lose my mind and get start to, start to get annoyed and pissed off with the film apart from that unfiltered rage which makes for you know sort of repetitive reading after a while okay we get it the reviewer is angry and frustrated but what after that the thing is is there a way or is there supposed to be a way also because if a film does not offer you enough to look at yeah. or if a film does not of uh, does not want, does not convince you to look deeper into it irrespective of whether it is deep or not uh, is it even worth sort of making Or, or being happy with how you wrote that review, or is it even worth like thinking that okay, the review that I wrote felt listless because the film was listless? But isn't that is it supposed to be like that, or is there a more interesting way to put it? Because even I have noticed when I like I find a film listless and I write the review, my brain is not functioning on the same level that it functions on when I liked a film or utterly disliked a film. You know, it's it's one of those things when yeah. you get disappointed with a film or when you get uh frustrated with a film is a very different kind of listlessness and most of the time it does not challenge your brain to write the review and we are conditioned to think that if a review does not challenge our brain to uh, sort of think and uh, uh, you know uh, sort of make uh, put more effort into making those lines it may not be a good review but i don't know if that's true or not because like obviously as you said you're not happy with your reviews of these certain these films which is very interesting because i am actually happy with these reviews of my films because i 
obviously i i saw something that i wanted to see and uh, you know others didn't see that so uh, i guess when you discover something in a film you are ten- you tend to feel like an explorer and the fact that you discovered it and the fact that you can analyze it from that viewpoint makes you think that you've done yeah. a good job writing the review or that the review maybe reads well but if you don't find uh, something to look at in that film or in that series then uh, then it's very difficult to really make it an interesting read because it's the same thing as uh, readers like abusing us most of the time saying ye to kabhi acha review nahi deta but if the films are not good we are just don't shoot the messenger right like we are just telling people that the film is not good it didn't work for us so it's it, the the logic is the same so i, I don't know if like there is Uh, uh there is such a thing because the re- if you ask me what some of my favorite reviews of my own are or like some of the things where i think i've done well i will only mention films to you where i like the film or where i really found mm. something to say about the film we will never mention these middle road films or the films that we disliked right we will never yeah. like that is human nature i think that is uh, that is how we are conditioned to think but that i don't think that makes our uh, sort of review lesser as such but it makes our uh i guess it's a footprint in that whole cultural universe maybe lesser i don't think it's the same thing as you know the quality of writing being not as good or uh, us being not as satisfied of course we are not as satisfied because we are not satisfied with the film either so there are only so many ways you can put across that you didn't like the film so uh, yeah so it's the same for you i'm guessing like films you really liked are the reviews yeah. i'm sure you love about your uh, lo- love in your work and uh, and yeah. when when for example someone asked me what i what are your best pieces i will send them reviews of films i really like like october or like a like any film for that matter that we really really loved so uh, and then you can be proud of saying that you know this but i wonder why we don't send reviews of films we dislike or films that are difficult to dislike but we still disliked at the same point and made a point about why we dislike it so it's interesting and and, and it's it's a very good point you brought up and even i wrestle with this thought most of the time because it's how we think of reviewing too right like we we tend to judge a review on basis of the film uh, we watch and it, it's sort of a conflict most of the time but i'm glad that you know we are on the sort of the same page of as far as reactions are concerned to as a reviewer uh, as far as how primarily we react to a film and how we think of our reviews while uh, say because th- that perspective is very important at least to be self aware enough to know that because as you said you know it's not like we are perfect we have major limitations ourselves and uh, the the only thing is you know you aspire to reach a level where when a person reads your review they will not say that oh the reviewer did not get the film they will then say that the film was not good like you know most of the time right now if you notice people abuse us for not liking a film saying you didn't get the film or you didn't see in the film what you know we wanted you to see but you they have to reach a level of trust with the reviewer where they say okay this reviewer did not like the film means the film did not do a good enough job to convince the reviewer like that is very difficult to yeah. reach and that is what i think the best of critics or the best of reviewers try to aspire subconsciously to reach because right now when when you see a reviewer on one side and a film on one side and uh, the reviewer not liking the film you tend to blame the reviewer and his his uh, his particular reputation you will not blame the film for being bad or good as a reader or as a regular audience like that is the reaction i've got most of the time nobody will blame the film they will say okay you did not get it yeah and uh, and as if i mean there is this uh, a universal rubric of getting a film as if you know films are uh, nothing but uh, a few bullet points uh, to be 
checked yeah. and to be you know uh, uh, to be uh, related with and if you don't uh, you are out you know it's uh, it really isn't uh, that and uh, you know two things that i'd like to mention uh, first is <clears throat> towards the end of it you were talking about you know i mean uh, somebody uh, writing a review and uh, mm. uh, an audience member or a viewer or whatever uh, reading it and uh, uh, really getting uh, uh, i think uh, being in sync with uh, a critic and 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 all of that i think that's a really obviously an admirable goal and all of that uh, at the same time though i have also seen and i think it's um, it's also i mean obviously we are very new in this field right i mean we've yeah. been doing this for say what seven years wow yeah. oh not 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 that new <laughs> anyway seven years uh, but still i mean it's not like we are better or whatever right we've been doing it for three four decades and all of that i i find it really interesting because i have often um, and there is one example that i particularly remember and it is such a telling example because uh, then and i'm sure there are many 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 examples across uh, countries and all of that so the, this example is of roger ebert reviewing prestige have you read his review of prestige no i haven't it's a terrible review <laughs> it's a really bad review. <laughs> it's a, it's a review that you know i mean of course now prestige is what 2.5 films 2.67 whatever yeah. it's, it's a film that's near to one and a half decades old right and and of course i mean uh, now that thesis uh, have been written on prestige and all of whatever i mean yeah, I, i think uh, bring up ebert and prestige because it's again it's one of those things i think i don't know like uh, uh, the, he of course did not like the film i think or did not like it as much but i think he also i mean if at all you can probably uh, say that he did not he did not even get it was yeah. the feeling i got i think you should uh, read it whenever you're free also yeah. i mean I, i i i bring it up only because to say that you know and and as as, as i said if you really uh, dig deep into uh, the annals of any uh, critic you will find i mean uh, yeah. not just anomalies but probably like some sort of a regular occurrence of film or two every year uh mm-hmm. that you know you would feel that yeah this critic is so off and things like that or or whatever but that critic has been so like on point or has been so i mean uh even with uh, uh films that you have disagreed uh, with uh, their assessment on but you have been like okay this is a very good and a fascinating way to engage with and watch a film and write on it and and things like that so i am uh, so yeah i mean it's very interesting uh, to me that uh, and again it's uh, it's important that i uh, uh, that i mentioned that uh, that given that we are relatively like that we are mid career critics yeah. and uh, he had been reviewing for 40 years when yeah. he saw prestige and he was like whatever maybe it was an off day maybe he really didn't care for it and all of that whatever but uh, yeah it's, it's interesting how all these things will change or perhaps not once Uh, we grow older we uh, find out more about movies more about writing and analyzing films and all of that so that's that i think the second point uh, uh, which really popped at me when you uh, when you were talking about you know how to do or what to do with films wherein you uh, uh, when you are watching something and you don't particularly care for it right uh, and uh, how do you sort of uh, Right, and good piece, an engaging piece, uh, uh, some sort of a smart piece. I mm. think uh, <clears throat> for uh, I just wanted to add that I didn't want to interrupt you. Then was the for me. I think it's a, not just about uh, that. Uh, what to do about your feelings when you are uh, watching something and you are not liking it? More than that, what to do about something 
when you watch when you are watching it and when you think that this is of some intellectual value let's you see but it does not do anything to you a or b it does not add up or sit well with the rest of the film that it just it feels like that it's been ran that this interesting bit of nugget has just been randomly dropped like you know that it doesn't aid the bigger picture it is not part of you know a part of the whole it is not a uh, a uh, a uh, it's 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 not uniformly furthering uh, your understanding of the film or 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 just the fact that it is just damn boring even if it is uh, intellectual or even if it is uh, sort of a weighty or even subversive at the level of form or or things like that i think a lot of those things happened with me uh, with gulabo and uh, sandeep also and sandeep less i would say uh, i thought sandeep was more boring than gulabo or whatever i remember different reasons as well not to directly compare anything but but yeah i mean it's um, it's uh, it's really fascinating it's uh, and uh, it's something that you know i think we spend a lot of time at least thinking about uh, sort of say how to get better as critics or as thinkers yeah. or as writers and all these perhaps uh with and when when we are thinking about these things i think uh i don't know how true it is for you but it's definitely true for me i'm pretty sure it's true for a lot of people including you when you're thinking about how to uh, get better at this i think uh, we are mostly thinking uh, in context of uh, a good film or a great film that like you know how to review a very good film or how to yeah. write about a, a great film or the ways in which they moved you uh, how to keep your sort of some sort of a personal engagement with the film but also just you know uh, zooming in and zooming out basically how much do you zoom in uh, to your own feelings how much do you zoom out and then see the bigger picture so to speak and all of that and uh, other kinds of things i think for me at least now i'll start uh, at times sort of now also dwell on 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 the fact that what do you do when a film is is not speaking to you in the way uh, that uh, that it should perhaps or uh, it is it is something that is just constantly keeping you at bay and eliciting uh, some sort of a perpetual uh, tedium uh, how do you translate that tedium into prose without being unfair to the film but also at the same time being fair to your own feelings fuck that only sounds tough to say i, I don't I, i don't know how <laughs> uh, yeah whatever i yeah, it, it's something that's really uh, that uh, that's really come to me in a very prominent way i would really like to talk to uh, some other critics i mean uh, from india or like any other critic from any other country whatever if they have sort of felt uh, that because i'm pretty sure this is a very i mean more of a common feeling than it is perhaps ordinarily acknowledged because uh, there are these kinds of films of feelings and all of that uh, i'm pretty sure critics are sort of assailed by uh, quite a bit i mean uh, if not a lot so yeah i mean it has to be like it's just that obviously as you said we don't really get to talk about our profession as much because our profession is in service of an art most of the time so so like people really yeah. i mean we really don't get to express ourselves as much so it is obviously worth reflecting on and as you said you know to talk to different reviewers different critics from from different parts of the world not just india and all because you know there's only so much you can feel here but yeah it would be very interesting and as, coming back also to the point where you mentioned about like you know uh, about films that uh, maybe use something interesting or intellectual in their format or in their narrative or whatever but 
whether it's there randomly or whether it, it has to basically serve the narrative in some way even if it's intelligent or subversive or whatever it is there was one part in in sandeep or pinky there was one moment in fact not in one part it's in that scene even you mentioned in your review where, where pariniti is uh, locked with that bank manager yeah. uh, towards the end of the film in that uh, in the cabin and you know he tries to basically uh, assault her in a way or whatever uh, so the thing is yeah. obviously like i mean i get that there are obviously there are uh, uh, odes to you know odes or what it's a subversive sort of road movie thing but you know the at the beginning of the scene where he randomly asks if he's seen imtiaz ali's jab we met i was like you know you shouldn't have i mean it's it's very clever to the filmmaker or the writer whoever's come up with that to 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 point us towards the fact that this is actually a subversion of an imtiaz ali road movie or of a jab we met mm. or of an highway for that matter but for me that moment felt very planted like where the bank manager Achha. randomly asked him asked that okay mera laptop his laptop is open in like jab we met dekhna ek sath that was a little much like in the sense if you had Achha. maybe introduced a reference to jab we met somewhere in the film uh, if you want to really pa- pass this message Achha. across to the viewer or to you know it can be done in a more nuanced way in in the sense where you know you can actually have a reference from the film or even mention it in passing somewhere during a conversation you very intense moment or at the beginning of an intense moment and it actually stood out like a sore thumb i like the thought behind it like the fact that the filmmakers want us to see what they are really doing but you know again it mm. felt like it was a bit planted and random at that moment and it did, did not fit into the entire scene or the character who's doing that because that bank manager goes a little nuts after that but that that entire yeah. s- sort of psychotic gaze that he gives in the beginning and very just randomly i just felt that that was a bit unnecessary that was actually a good example of what you were mentioning earlier and what doesn't work for you uh, most of the time or what turns most viewers off and which is actually right uh, in most ways it's just that yeah that that particular moment i wanted to mention too because i found it smart on paper but it just did not work on screen that's very interesting i didn't i mean uh, for me uh, that scene uh i'm pretty sure that that was the case for you as well i think uh was for me one of the highlights of the film uh, probably the best scene in the film and the again it's very interesting how different people uh, react to uh, things right i mean so when he said that you know it's a uh, uh that we want to watch jab we met on the laptop and all of that i didn't think mm-hmm. much uh, about it actually i mean the ways that uh, you described that you found it contrived and you know sort of uh, really trying hard to uh, uh, uh put across a point uh, i i didn't i didn't think much of it at all uh, honestly but no of course i i, I hear you and uh, that's a fairly uh, legit thing when uh, uh, because this whole uh, uh, narrative subversion uh, was really uh, was one of the reasons that the film really appealed to you right so uh, if, it it really makes perfect sense in your universe wherein why you would think that uh, yeah. you know uh, it's popping up in a way that's uh, that's a Uh, that's trying more than it should ordinarily so yeah yeah um, i mean that was um, as usual i think most of our discussions on films sort of become an extension of our writing and film reviewing which is perfectly <laughs> which is actually perfectly understandable because we mostly need therapy most of the time for the kind i mean the amount of films we watch and uh, i really want to, i really want to uh, uh a start 
notes uh, for uh, the the podcast if at all this available that at what point do listeners stop listening to this you know <laughs> i am pretty sure that <laughs> that most of them are there for like the first 30 minutes when you're talking about acha ha theek hai duniya jagat movie whatever theek hai at the moment we are you know it is a party of two quite literally uh, i don't know how much of them uh, uh, hang around but anyway it just for me as always it just feels great it's slightly indulgent but fuck that i think it's I, yeah it's really good to sort of analyze one's own mind because uh, sometimes yeah. when you speak and discuss things with somebody i mean it uh, it really triggers a different yeah, and it, is, it is part of film reviewing itself like it's part of the film itself right our reaction to a film or our reaction to our yeah. own craft which is i guess why pe- whatever few people listen to this podcast want to know what film reviewers are saying and not what just yeah. like the gen Kissing. so it's just our sort of very like uh, i mean it's our manner of trying to describe our experience of sort of putting words to what we feel uh, during a movie but yeah that was again i really enjoyed this discussion and at least what it led to eventually and i think most of the films do that at least some like whether you like it or whether i like it doesn't matter but yeah this was this was fun and uh, yeah i'm glad it's a film that you utterly dislike that let's still led to such a good discussion <laughs> so um yeah, yeah so yeah, hope we should back uh, soon update uh, a lot of releases in the next at least two weeks and we will come to that later uh, we will see you in uh, our next podcast i guess and uh, tanul thanks for um, joining my pleasure always